You're listening to the Scottish Watches Live Logs Edition, where we rip the audio from our weekly Friday afternoon YouTube get-together on the Scottish Watches Live channel and repurpose it so you can enjoy it in the same way as a regular podcast. The audio is as broadcast on YouTube and it's all done live over Zoom, so please forgive any audio glitches. So, it's on with the show. First up is Sean. How are you doing, Sean? Hi, guys. Uh, Sean from the Complicated Wrists with some underscores in there. I'm from Washington, D.C., and today I'm wearing uh, the Planet Ocean. Sorry. And then next up on my screen is Edwin. Show us your chair. Show us what you're wearing. Hello, I'm Edwin. I don't own any chairs. I'm completely dead inside. Kill me. I'm wearing the GD Ventiquattro from Mal's, which is cool. Right, is this which which colours this one you've got? This one is black, like my soul. It's oh, right, okay. real good. I'm glad you're just as cheery, cheery as ever then today. Yes. <laughs> this is where I have to remember this is live and keep my mouth shut. I'm glad things are looking oh, no, up. It's, yeah. it, 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 it's okay. Uh, I'm reviewing a different one. It's fine. I didn't mean oh, right, that. Okay. Oh, did you not mean that? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, it's it, it's true anyway, but yeah, okay. Okay, right. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about, but uh, Philologist, you're next one up. <laughs> Where are you? Hi, guys. Are you Hi, guys. Uh, Philologist here. Uh, Walrus Watch. I'm from Singapore. And I'm wearing the Monta Triumph. Very good. Yeah, the Silver Dow one. Thank you. Good stuff. And then we have Ralph. Hi, Ralph. Cool Pep underscore watches and Instagram. I'm from Dubai. And this is what I am whoops, wearing. Right. Nah, there we go. Uh, Grand Seiko Spring Dive, SPG something and numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and then Derek. Uh, hey, Derek Hager from Brooklyn, New York. Um, and today I'm wearing the Swatch Q. Ooh. Uh, this one this one got stuck in like a, a pandemic shipping hole for months. So I just got it like a month ago. Cool. Very nice. Dave, where are you? Who are you? You're, you're not a special guest today. I'm not far away from Ricky and I'm further away from you, so that's quite good. And yeah, I'm wearing a, I, I'm wearing a, are we going to call it GLC or JJ? Whatever you want to call it. Jaeger. Yeah. yeah. You Jaeger. have to say Jaeger. Jaeger Le Coutre. <laughs> in my best Scottish <laughs> accent. Le Coutre. And it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of words, stroke, moon, something. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Two cool. faces. And, it, and it's not really a reversal because it's good. You can't play polo with it because you just break the other watch if you play polo. With it. <laughs> That's so, right. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. I'm glad we're not uh, making more of that particular myth. Uh, Glaswegian, Glaswegians don't yeah, use polo. Yeah. polo. Glaswegians don't use hammers for playing polo with. Absolutely. And uh, Arthur, did I miss you out? I did. Arthur. I guess so. Hey. Yeah, I'm Arthur. One, you're, you're in one order on one screen and a different order on the other screen. Sorry about that. Oh, it's all good. I'm still here. Arthur Tick Tick Broom on Instagram, and uh, it's a real shame. As soon as we went live, I realized I've forgotten to put a watch on <laughs> because I'm a, in a beach house in Florida and I haven't worn shoes in two weeks. So, watch wasn't top on my list. But okay, here we go. Fair enough. And fresh out of his kitchen cabinet, uh, Ricky, how are you doing and what are you wearing? Can you tell uh, what, what it that? is yet? Oh, well, I can't. Yes. Black Yeah, Ralph, something for one of them. Yeah, the Casio, right? Yeah, black, black, black. The black, black can't see nothing, man. 
Doing okay, trying to new set up with the GH5 and an HDMI converter. So we'll see how horrible this is and if the battery cuts off. All right, okay, so, so you might not be joining us for the whole show is what you're saying. Good stuff. Right, well, let's just uh, start as we mean to continue. We have some stuff that came out today. Well, it came out yesterday, but it's not due out to the 17th. So we we're, we're ahead of the we're oh, ahead of the game. Oh man! I Dave, got your such fault. I yeah. got such stick for making sure that I didn't leak this watch and mention anything about it before the seventeenth. We didn't even show you this watch. Yeah, That's you accused. <laughs> you, you, you've got the you've got the ability to, to retain your water like a seventy year old male. I'm not sure why I've got this reputation of giving away secrets. Because, because you give away secrets. Yeah, like, like <laughs> yeah. what? That'll, anyway, that'll do it. That that will do it. So this is the Zenith uh, Bamford Times Black Badger. Who? Well, Bob Dave, Holness. David, the Bob Holness, the Blockbuster edition. It's a Blockbuster. I'll have a pee, please, Bob. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know this particular reference, uh, this guy here uh, used to host a very famous game show in the UK called Bob Holness. He also used to play James Bond on the radio back in the day. And anyway, the, the joke is that this looks a bit like this. And he used to have a famous catchphrase, which was, can I have a pee, please, Bob? Because he used to ask for the letters on the board. I assume no one of our international audience has ever seen this as a board, as a game. This didn't, nope. this didn't travel no. the world. I mean, not post you treat, no. Being, <laughs> being syndicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Dave, Ricky, you've had hands on with us. Tell yep. us a story. What do you think? Dave, hit him with it. Oh, yeah, I wish I could hit him. Um, <laughs> so this is uh, this has actually been in the works for quite a while. The I'm quite good friends with James, and who is Black Badger, and he was the one responsible for the case on this. Um, James's kind of background is working with um, unusual materials of all different sorts uh, along with being quite famous for doing a lot of loom work um, he's done some work with uh, brands like Sarpaneva, MBNF, various other brands and doing their loom work but he's done a few kind of uh, collabs with uh, the guys at Bamford recently you probably have seen the Ford Byte dial watch and more recently the coffee dial watch um, I think this case he made it was nearly two years ago that this case was actually um, first kind of muted and it's yep. taken this long for it to um, kind of finally evolve into a watch. Um, the, the the watch that you're seeing the pictures of here is actually the prototype. So the actual production watches will be slightly different in as much as the, the case that you can see in this watch is made from a piece of stock bar of um, superconductor. The, the cases that are going to be used or, or the cases that are going to be made for the actual production watches, the bar stock that they're going to use is a piece that they've had made specifically for being used for the cases. Um, so there'll be a slight kind of uh, difference to the aesthetic of it. Uh, very similar, but slightly different. Whereas, as I say, this is that prototype. And it's pretty unusual that, you know, any brand will let a prototype piece, usually you'll maybe get an early sample, but to actually physically get the prototype piece is a little bit unusual. Um, and this is only one in existence in the world as well. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it's it's. I think I think I, w I won't use the word rough. Rough's an unfair word, but you you can tell it's an unfinished product. You can tell it's very much a prototype because there's a couple of, um, for want of a better phrase, again, there's a couple of rough edges to it. Mm -hmm. The case is pretty much bob on, but it's not 
exactly as it will be. And the dial, they've only actually printed two sample dials, of which this is one. And again, um, you know, if you look pretty carefully under a loop on it, you'll find there's a few kind of inconsistencies on it, but they're well aware of that. And, you know, they were straight up with us about it in the first place. So, and the case back, I think, is going to be slightly different. It will be display case back, but it'll have the the Bamford Watch Department logo and the Black Badger logo on it, a bit like on the case back of the Fordite and the coffee dialed ones that they've used as well. So there are a few differences to the production one, but it's a nice piece. I actually really like it. It's um, It wears well on the wrist. It's, it's, it's based on a pre-existing shape of a Zenith uh, case. But yeah, I think it's pretty cool. And Ricky got quite a lot of hands time on it as well. Yeah. As I understand no. it, the one thing that will be different mm. is this will be slightly different. Slightly yeah, I, I don't know if anyone's seen it. If you have a look in uh, either the Bamford or the Black Badger uh, Instagrams, you'll see um, you'll see you'll see the the blank that they use to cut this case, and effectively the the, the filaments, which are the kind of little um, hexagony type shapes that you can see running through it, are the core of it. Um, the difference is that the copper that surrounds that is what you're seeing on the tips of the lugs here, whereas the piece they've had made has got a bigger core effectively so that you'll get that hexagonal kind of superconductor filament structure going right to the edge of the case. Mm. And also the in the infills between the filaments on this, you'll see on this that they've got kind of silver infill. You'll have a copper infill between the, the parts on the actual production one. So you will still have that gold on it, but it'll be it won't be like this. I actually quite like it with the copper tips. I talk, I talked to um to James about this and I quite like that aesthetic, but as I said, they're going for that kind of effect all over it, which will be equally as cool to be honest. Dave, what's the what's the weight like on this, like compared to a steel case watch? Um it, it's actually it's I, the same. I don't, we didn't weigh. I don't think we actually weighed it, but it didn't. It felt the it, same it, on wrist. I was going to say okay. it, it cool. didn't feel yeah. material any different. If anything, it mm. maybe felt probably in between titanium and and a steel in terms of weight. So it's okay. it's not ridiculously heavy by any stretch, and it's not a particularly right. mm. you know it's not a particularly chunky case. It's not a diver or anything, so the case on it's sure. not um, exceptionally uh, big from that point of view. But yeah, right. it wears really nicely. Cool. Uh, I will play the rest of the video. The only concern I have about playing the rest of the video is sometimes YouTube doesn't like it and cuts everything off, but we'll give it a bash. And so if we disappear, <laughs> it's because YouTube has cottoned on that we're broadcasting something from YouTube on YouTube. And occasionally it doesn't like that, but that's the rest of the video there. I'll not put the sound on. No. Just listen to the silence. Listen to the silence. Now, like you said, the dial is about the, the worst part of it because it is a prototype sample. And you can see lots of dust because it was obviously put together not in a clean room environment. Yeah. But the case itself, the way it wears, even the strap and the, the deployment buckle on it, everything's really, really good. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing more from these guys. And we've yeah. got a podcast out on Monday with both George Bamford and James himself discussing this watch, swearing a lot and wearing masks. Which is weird, and not the kind that save you from viruses. And have, have you have you tried to edit that podcast yet? I have not tried. Why? Right, okay. And just I, I'm curious as to what this audio quality. Uh, it's going to sound like it was like... recorded in the bat cave. <laughs> yeah, because James was in his garage, and George moves around the microphone even more than I do. But mm. the one question I think everyone is asking is where in the area of uh, Glasgow that you live did you find three bullets? 
they were the casings outside your front door. Oh, is that right? Right. I did I not yeah. tidy up after myself? No. Yeah, those they're not bullet cases, they're missed opportunities, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna I nearly said a bad thing there. <laughs> <laughs> you see, this is why we do this live introduces jeopardy for Ricky. Yeah. Somebody, Anyways, somebody asked me on that picture there, Jody uh-huh. was being a cheeky bugger from Just uh-huh. One More Watch. He's like, what's the relevance of all the stuff? Well, the thing on the left uh-huh. is an Iron Man 2 replica helmet. And that yes. ties in with the fact that Black Badger does work for Robert Downey Jr., Mr. Uh-huh. Iron Man. Yep. And the racing spark plug is out my race bike. And that's got an iridium tip, which is another super, not superconductor, but a very clever conducting material. And then the bullet casings were just there for the sort of Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man tie-in. So there you go. Uh, okay, I, I don't get the final reference. You don't, yes, you don't get anything at all. I'll go back to sleep. There are lots of mask references uh, on the podcast. Uh, yeah. that. So other things that have come out today, which I know at least one person on this call has purchased, and a couple I've certainly thought about, is this from Ming. So uh, Dave, because you have purchased one of these, can you tell us the significance of the 1801 H41? Uh, yes and no. So the H41 mm-hmm. is because it was the 41st iteration of the design of the process of this watch. So that's, right. where, that, that's what that refers to, pretty much, okay. yeah. So that's what that refers to in, re- in the respect of, you know, that this watch has gone through. Yeah, and, and last year they sold the, I suppose, the precursor to this, which was the, the watch that they sold, the limited batch of kind of semi-prototypes that they had with the blue uh-huh. bezel. Yep. Um, but this is the kind of final iteration of it. Um, the the numbers. I actually don't know. Like, I don't know what the 18s and such parts of it is. But the 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 the, the secondary part, the 0.01, is where they've done different variants. So, like, you've previously had 0.01s and 0.03s, etc. Uh-huh. Where you've had kind of iterations of it. But okay. as to what the 18 is, yeah, who knows? Just a good, just a number. But, right. Okay. Um, this is the first diver, which is, yep. uh, or the first production diver, should I say, because they have actually sold prototype divers before. Mm-hmm. Um, so a few nice features about it, actually. I think one, one, mm-hmm. one being the size, actually, and that it's a forty mil case. So it's, I think it's it's a real nice size for a diver. You know, a lot of divers these days are a bit bigger. Um, so forty mil is a pretty pretty nice size for most people. Um, the bracelet's quite interesting as well, and that it's a curved end in terms of where it meets the case yes so it's a curved curved solid end with with a quick release but it retrofits any of the previous watches as well because i noticed it doesn't actually hug into the base of the bezel it still sits with a gap yeah whereas a normal metal bracelet like that you would expect the end link to fit right in this and, and leave no gap uh, so it'll be nicely jingly jangly. Has it got a helium escape valve in it with it being a thousand meters? I kind of on that border. I, I think it does. Don't believe it does, but to be honest, with modern manufacturing tolerances, yeah, yeah. helium escape valves are not needed typically. Even even at, even at that level now, that you they just don't need them. A lot of people keep it maybe because of historical perspectives, or yeah, no, I think it looks cool or anything else. But frankly, it's just another nightmare that needs serviced, which <laughs> isn't isn't really relevant on you know modern watches from a need point of view. And but, this loom is pretty rocking. I was going to say that that looks amazing, man. It's Tron as hell. It, it, yeah, yeah, the the limbs the limbs mm. super cool. I mean, uh, the other there's two variants as well. There's well, there's, there's technically three, but there's two in terms of the watch head itself. There's two versions. There's the plain titanium case, like that picture, with the black bezel, 
these ones have a satin brushed dial on them with all the loom on it. And then there's a black, I don't know if you've got the pictures of the picture. If you can see, pull the yeah, picture, it's got both watches in it. There, there we go. So the one on the left there is the black DLC coated titanium, but the dial in it is like a black gloss lacquer dial in it. So the dials are actually different on the two of them. Mm. Um, right. Okay. The, the three variant comes from the, the black DLC comes in a black rubber uh, genre so strap, whereas the titanium and black one comes either on the titanium bracelet or on a genre so rubber strap. But the bracelets, the bracelet is available separately. Cool. So, which did you go for? Uh, the the titanium with the black. I just prefer that kind of look to it. Um, the, the all black's really cool, to be honest. But I do, I, I just think I prefer the titanium against the yeah. black. A bit more contrast on it. To be honest, I would the like the gloss bracelet or the. But... Did you get the bracelet or the strap? I actually went for the strap purely because I'll pick I'll, I'll pick the bracelet up at some point because they're not charging ridiculous money for the bracelet by any stretch, but I barely wear any watches on bracelets. I pretty much typically will buy on a bracelet if there's a big price differential. And then I'll, because quite often, like, you know, with most Omegas, the difference between buying it on a rubber or buying it on a bracelet's not a lot at retail. But if you buy mm-hmm. the, if you buy aftermarket to buy the bracelet, it's ridiculously expensive. I right. think these bracelets are, reasonable money but i'll never wear it so i thought you know what i'll get the rubber genre so strapped because that's that is how i'll wear it frankly so who else considered this considered yeah past yeah. <laughs> ralph you were i think maybe, I maybe round yeah, two i was still thinking about it but then it was sold out so that saved my wallet well, and... you've got the 22nd again coming up they've actually yes. they learned the lesson from the last time to be honest because a lot of fans of the brand took five or six minutes, you know, a, a few minutes to consider what they wanted to do and by the time they thought about it, it was gone. So they've deliberately mm. kind of roughly split it 50-50 between two dates. So that, man. Which is a clever way of doing it. At least yeah. they're listening, to be honest. At least I was going to say, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's good. That's nice of them. And for all case, did you ever look at this? Yeah, it's it's really nice. I think, I think you don't have a lot of divers today that look very distinctly different from one another. And this one visually, I mean, it resembles nothing else in the market, which is very interesting. And I think it, I think the amazing part is it keeps consistency with its entire line. Yeah, typically, you know, dress watches and dive watches are completely different ball game. But this one, this one is really nice. I, I don't like the the curved end links of the bracelet though. Uh, I think if it's if it's on a bracelet, if there's a gap there, it looks a bit odd. But I mean, you know, it's a it's a small thing. In the chat, the guys at Watch With Us are making the same the same point that the gap would get on their nerves. Uh, but we'll see. I, I, I can see both both sides of it from this one. Well, the gap's <laughs> there because titanium will fuse to itself, right? So they can't actually have it flush on the case. Oh, right. oh I did not know that. Is I did not know that. I have, I have, I have, I have a titanium like, bracelet with it. Like, like case. the old screws and stuff just so they don't fuse mm. under pressure. That's so why you don't have titanium I mean, uh, a, 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 a titanium bracelet against a titanium case if it's just a, if it's just a friction like a well, it's not even a friction fit if it's just a close fit it shouldn't fuse to be honest um, screw heads yeah. sure screw heads will will fuse for sure because yeah. it, it's just it's pressure and heat but it should i mean all the omega titaniums uh, like the seamaster 300s and such like they've got titanium mm-hmm. bracelets with a case fit on them I, I doesn't funnily enough, it's one thing that doesn't bother me. I don't bother about the gaps in the case. I know that a lot of people get hung up on it, but it doesn't actually bother me, frankly, at all. I feel like if it was just a straight bar on the end, 
people wouldn't be complaining because then it's like, oh, you went for that design. I, but so prof, same, that, yeah. Yeah, the fact that they curved it and it's like, well, why is it touching the case? Like, that's, yeah, that's fair. Although the, although the curve, I think that's got more to do with that lug style they use because it's a super short lug, which, you know, you know what folk are like, you can't win, you can't win for losing. Right. It's like, you, you know, they'll, they'll mo if, you, if, if, if you make it straight, you need longer lugs. So they'll moan that the lugs are too long and the bulwatch looks too big and it's too tall top to bottom. So you put nice short lugs in it and then you need to use a curved end link to make it fit and then the moan that it doesn't case fit. You'll never win. Right. Mm. Right. There we go. Well, oh. it wasn't the only new release today. There. Oh, right. Did you see what I bought? Oh no! Hold on, hold on. Let me <laughs> do it. Do it. Let, let's let's take this off of screen sharing so as we can all enjoy it. Right. Go on then. You must have seen what I bought. Oh, yes, I did see this. Twenty-five quid delivered. Not so... including the watches, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The case, okay. From so, session, it's like a, a super cheap Pelly ripoff, an homage Pelly case. Drink of that, Dave's that annoying you yet? Red Bar. I think I paid a hundred bucks for, for the Pelly yeah. <laughs> You can see it. You can see it in his eyes. Look at his wee face. There <laughs> <laughs> uh, we some... go. Uh, how much is the thing, by the way? Uh, on two thousand two hundred, uh, I think. It's two, it's, it's 2,950 Swiss francs for the titanium black on the rubber. It's 3,250 on the bracelet or the DLC. So that's that? so two, much two, less than I would have thought. That's amazing. 2,500 it works out. Or just shy of 2,500 UK or 2,7 something. So yeah, that's, that's I mean, it's, it's really good value for a 1,000 meter tie diver. It's pretty good value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. That's amazing. Good stuff. Well, the other thing that is released today as well, uh, I don't know whether this was a deliberate uh, act on Revolution's part or not. Uh, it, it could have been. What <laughs> is this? this? So this, this is a new show part, Mont Blanc, Reggae. I don't know. What is this? This is the Hanhart uh, times the rake. Uh, Edition bronze four one seven chronograph. I'm so, saying one thing, one thing. Why would you do a PVD bronze watch? That's all I'm saying on this matter. That is okay. weird. That is Can someone weird. explain to me what this is? Because I don't know anything about this. What? So this is why? Steve. So Steve McQueen was famous for actually probably, if you're a real watch geek, wearing Hanhart. Really? Uh, oh. This was this was the watch he wore. Well, I think he's been photographing this more often than not was an old Hanhart. Mm -hmm. uh, it's usually the Monaco people associate him with, right? Yes, but that's right. because that was in the movie. That's a film. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. was the watch he actually seems to have been photographed in quite regularly uh, oh. himself, as you can see from hmm. various photographs. And anyway, so Revolution have brought this out with Hanhart. I think it's 150 pieces, is it? Uh, let me scroll down. But it's also, you also get for an additional 300 notes a bell staff jacket chucked in at the same time. I quite like this because it's on a bund. Oh, God. Oh, no. It's, uh, 19, it's, it's Rick Bingo, everybody. Rick Bingo. <laughs> yeah. did, did, did he mention the JLC story? He doesn't believe. Has he mentioned yes. crashing yeah. Bremont planes? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I quite like this. I don't care what you all think because I'm, I'm incredible. Right. Revolution so can't stay away from the buns. Oh my god! Sorry, go ahead. 
It's mm. uh, me and Waco are staying strong on the old uh, Bundy chronographs. I think this is not a bad a bad shout. There's a, there appears to be 22 of them left because if you try to add 23 to the basket, it will <laughs> That old so chestnut. The old, the old <laughs> trick still works. It does. <laughs> you can add 22. In fact, we could actually do we actually do it live and see if it's reduced uh, by any more. Has anyone got experience of Hanhar? I've got one on kind of, you know, theft on loaner return or something. Not like yet, that. but I have one coming in tomorrow. Oh, do you? Hmm? Um, Hopefully. We're not one of these. Did no, you buy it? No, no, no. Yes, it's a right. SK-60. <clears throat> it's it's pretty nice. It's a, I wanted a pilot. I wanted a German-made pilot, and I saw that. It's a limited edition celebrating the Saab something something um training plane of the austrian uh air force yeah sure, because, yeah whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch yeah, but okay. when, when, right when you think air forces you automatically think the swedes and the austrians <laughs> exactly exactly it's really like, like slightly below top gun just a bit i like i like this fella that i found i don't know if you'll be able to see my phone screen but this guy it's like retro jordan one color scheme I'm really, I'm really into that. I love, love a bit of black and red. But this is how watch brands figure out what you're doing, Rick. Uh, th this is showing you can get 22. Oh, but you can't get if you, if you try. So I can get 22 <laughs> off them right now. I can update the basket to 22. Let's see if it updates. Yeah, but I can't get 23. So, so does uh, that mean no one's bought one in like the last hour and a half? Rick or has so? just stopped yeah. everybody else buying because he's added twenty two <laughs> yes, to his basket. It's like <laughs> it's like when uh, it's like when fifty cent like fifty cent bought up the first few rows of a Ja Rule concert when he was beefing with Ja Rule. Yeah. It's basically the same thing. Exactly. You know exactly what? We should start we we should start doing that. I mean I don't have the money for it, but someone else can do it. <laughs> I mean, Houdink, we did. We did uh, one of the Houdinki releases. We did report on the live countdown by refreshing the screen and posting it on Instagram mm. until we copied Houdinki on it, and eventually they figured it out and went into their system and jinxed it, so you could only add them one at a time. But uh, there you go. So that's that. Scottish watches changing the way the world shops for watches. <laughs> Trendsetters. Uh, anyway, I'm going to close the revolution window just so that I've not actually completely banjaxed their entire uh, behind the scenes uh, shooting match. So other story developing this week, and I know that uh, Edwin is a big fan of everything that the Murdoch Empire do. Love him. Absolutely love him. But, uh, so I have a guillotine in my heart, especially for him. This website knows how to do adverts, doesn't it? Concrete. <laughs> 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 what have we got? Oh, he needs a lot of, a, a lot of advertising are, these times. Yeah, is, there we go. Rick, that's proportionally more adverts. Oh my god, more adverts. Um, yeah. So, I don't know if anyone has anybody watched the BBC series. I don't know if it's available in BBC overseas about the Murdoch Empire and Fox News and all the rest of it. Yeah, no, I haven't. It's been. Oh wait. Um, this is, is this the succession one? The, the uh, no. HBO Oh, yeah, that's the fictionalized. No, that's the fictional yeah. one. There is actually a three part real version yeah. of it. Right, are, you hovering, are you hovering, Rick, over the Basel World black hole where all your money goes? Yes. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Uh, and uh, the real life BBC one finishes with James Murdoch falling out with the rest of his family because he does appear to have 
a small conscience hiding in there somewhere. Uh, and then just after it broadcast, he actually resigned from News International Board or whatever. So he's doing his own thing. And that has coincided with this big investment from his own private equity fund into Baselworld, which was reported on a couple of weeks ago, but he's now up to it again uh, with even more money. So it appears that the focus is very much going to be on Art Basel. Has anybody ever been to Art Basel? Who would not let me in? So, Did uh, Spear tackle me at the door? <laughs> I wonder if it was like Art Garfunkel. You go there, does Paul, <laughs> Simon, does Paul Simon appear? Uh, on, <laughs> on, on the list. So anyway, that's uh, uh, the Murdoch's taken over what is now called our universe. So there you have it. <laughs> I'm, 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 partic- I'm particularly taken by the I'm particularly taken by the Garmin advert, the American Magic Edition. Is that where you pay ten million pounds to some Russians? Is that this? No, that's false. Where's the Garmin advert? Is that this? Oh, I where's, where's, where's the Garmin advert? I turned to the page to your left I, there, Ricky. I wasn't seeing this, but I was seeing this and thinking it just said Mark. Is it Maro on it or Mark? Mark. Mark. If you read the Mark. book, Mark underneath, it may give the game away. Mark, Captain, American Magic. Is this Mark, is it? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so watch poor reporting that. I, I, I still think it sounds to me like they're just making up as they go along. Do you you think It's We Time was James Murdoch's idea? (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that was his his thing? He was like, oh yeah, I'll I'll become your, I don't know how these people work, your CEO, whatever it is, but only if if, if the catchphrase from a new Basil can be It's We Time. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So there there we have it. It's a coded message to Donald Trump. Somebody has the tapes. It's, it's not even a coded if message. I think he's just coded. telling everyone. I think he's just telling everyone what he gets up to, which is, you know. If you want to code a message to Donald Trump, you just need to speak English. It'll <laughs> <laughs> still it take is, him about three years to decipher it. It's it's it, what is it? It is what it is. That's it. Basel world. It is what it is. There we go. I <laughs> right. Let's share this because this is apparently still happening. Uh which is Geneva Watch Days. All right. It's still going on. Has, has anybody intend to go? Who's near, any of you guys near Geneva? No one's near Geneva. Didn't Gigi say he was going to go? Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it would have so. been handy had he been on this. You did, Paul. Uh, call. But uh, yeah, so Gigi takes the... So I don't know whether it's going to happen or not. Uh, all these brands are still talking about it, but it's literally a, a few days away. Well, the Horage thing's going ahead. Is it what are they actually doing? I don't is know. Is it just a get together? You're just going for a giggle? I think. Well, I, I don't know. I read the, thing, the, the article about the Geneva Watch Days, and every brand is doing their thing at their own individual place, whether it's a boutique or like a hotel. Mm. So there's no, there's no like central gathering. So you can just spread it around as you walk around Geneva. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's all, all, over, all over the city. Uh, in, in one place. That's, that's, that's really handy. Hokey cokey. So I asked everyone, and I don't know if anyone's done any homework, to suggest a microbrand that had just maybe taken their attention in the last few days. Bear in mind, we've had Ming this morning. Not, you know, it's, it's kind of smaller brand rather than just microbrand. Hanhart's a smaller brand. The one that's caught my attention this week 
has been these guys for no particular reason other than this just keeps on reminding me of oh, yeah. the Porsche design. But this is pretty cool. I, I like this a lot. I've never seen one in the flesh. This is Autodromo. Anyone come across yeah, one of these? These guys yeah. have been around for a They're long cool. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nice. I had the worn and wound edition of, of that watch mm. for like a year. Nice. It's, it's pretty nice. I have what the, they do uh, is they look at the design philosophies of old rally cars and things from the 70s and 80s. If you look at the font choices, they're quite reminiscent of that style of stuff, like Audi Quattro's and all the rest of yeah. it. Right. Do they that have a data integrated? Yeah, that's it. The, I've got the, uh, the steel one with uh, orange markers and stuff, orange, black and orange dial, and it looks really, really similar to that Delta Integrale tachometer. It's pretty cool. <gasps> Do you have yeah. the one on the bracelet? Because before they only came on like NATOs, right? The bracelet. Yeah, they, ca they call it the Series 2 when they switch to the bracelet. I do have it. I actually, I wear it probably half and half on a NATO though, because the bracelet does pinch hairs a little bit. That's my oh, only okay. complaint. Yeah. I love the watch otherwise. Um, Really, Does that logo really not look a little bit like the Panerai logo? There are uh, some similarities. You're you're not wrong. <laughs> Go pull yeah, it up. Is, what does the Panerai one look like? Uh, there is a little bit of that. Hmm? Um, You've gone incognito, eh? He was very quick getting past that P letter there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Panerai. Uh, yeah, let's find some images. Auto fell off. I must have. I've, I've clearly typed oh, yeah, yeah. it. I've misspelled Panerai. Panaria. There's one mark in there. Uh, I'm, Typing I'm, too I'm, fast there, Rick. Yeah, yeah. I did, right? I'm, I'm trying to find something that's got the logo. I know the logo you mean, but I can't. Go to the, well, go to the website. Yeah, when, it, when, it, when he typed in, when he, when he typed, when he typed in Kim Phil's Patisserie, that's not what he was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> I, still, I, still right there, I still can't spell it. I've got one. There we go. Uh, uh, okay. See what we can see. I don't know. They, do they use the logo? It that, does. Yeah. On the dials. They're, OP. Oh, they yeah, some, there. some do. Some do. So let's compare that. On the base base models, they have the logo. Mm. Base ah. logo. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. See if I can get them side by side by the power vested in me. Well, one is AD and the other is OP. So there you go. Pretty similar. So there you go. There is the Panerai logo, and where has yeah. the other logo? I don't know what's happening. On there. Right. right. <laughs> I'm getting airplane to hear, mate. <laughs> anyway, the, 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 oh, the no. I just conclude, I just conclude with that. So, <laughs> Rex just signed himself up to 14 newsletters. <laughs> That's probably true. Right. So, anybody else want to bring something to the table to talk about? Uh, uh, small what watch would Jesus wear? Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Right, okay. Well, at the time, so... <laughs> nothing. <laughs> well, we have Sun, had a sundial strapped to his wrist. Would it be oh, the whole through the hole? Like hourglass. <laughs> uh, the Tissot rock watch from many years ago. Ah, that's a good one it, to throw away after stoning story. is in the Bible. All right, like okay. <laughs> We had some good answers on the Facebook group. We had, uh, our, we had who blew Big Bangs, the whole Big Bang versus creationism thing. <laughs> we had, oh, uh, an Omega because of the Alpha and Omega. That was a good suggestion. And there was another one that I missed 
so what was it? Uh, oh, uh, the uh, Noah would have uh, would wear a yacht master for obvious reasons. So I thought that was quite a good game. <laughs> but that's, I like that one. That's about, as, that's about as far as it's got. So, uh, so there we have it. Good old. So, anyone got anything else to wish to contribute to the show? Microbrands? Or- yeah, I quite like quite like Monta. I've never seen one, but yeah. everybody seems to be super happy about it. But are they still a microbrand, or are they already an independent? I think I think we can count them at relevant for this conversation. Mm. The new uh, multicolored thingy yes. is well cool. Because mm. learned copy and paste is better than trying to type stuff in. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> use one screen. Let's decline. Let's decline that. Do they have a live? What one was? Do they have a live chat like last week? What happened last week? Uh, we had a live chat with what was that watch called? Use the Neverchrome. The Norkane. The North Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had a live chat box, so we asked them a question on the live chat. And what we did answered, you ask? We asked as to why they didn't use a silicon hairspring. Okay. So did they know? They did. Well, <laughs> not really. They said that they were using the Nivacrome instead, which was really advanced. And it's a really, it's really good. Really, really good. good. Really good. Yeah. So, they said it was really good. Okay. They didn't Monta. say, Judah didn't give it to us. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Monta, this is quite, quite like this. This is quite interesting. Guilt dial. That's all right. Yeah. I take that. I think that's very, very, very cool. What is your philologist? You had, you, you have, you're wearing a Monta to, right now, right? Yeah, yeah. The the Triumph. Hold up. I didn't I, see it properly it, in the beginning. Hold up. Well, it's a yeah. talk. You need to say something so I can see you. Oh, damn. Yeah. Can you cool, see it? Then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this I, I think the current editions are the best because they come with the the, the quick adjustment bracelet. Oh, so cool. you can just pick it up and down. So that used to be on the Ocean King alone. And I think just what a couple of months ago they expanded it. And uh mm. I think if anyone's on the fence, now's the time to get one. Cause uh I think they had a podcast with 40 and 20 a couple of weeks ago. And they were Never saying that of- uh <laughs> Yeah, they, they were saying that they were actually planning a price increase this year. Actually, I've heard about this for about, I think, since wind up last year. But because of the whole virus thing, they were holding back because it's it's just not appropriate to raise prices now. So they are looking to raise it in, in, in I don't know, when things get better, I, I think. So this is probably, I think it's the best combination of like their innovations in terms of the bracelet, as well as uh, they've redesigned the cases slightly currently. So it's probably mm-hmm. the best value you can get. Yeah, so cool. you, you, quality-wise, you feel that they're like on, on above their price level? Oh, definitely. The, finish, the finishing is really good. And if you look, it's really, I think all the fine details are done, are done really well. I mean, the class, as, as good as it is, is not, it's not a Rolex. But I mean, the price is far below. So it's definitely punches above its weight. Well, are these the guys that not started out doing Everest straps? A Rolex, just not the same company. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, it is, it's yeah. basically a, a sister, a sister brand. Same person. Yeah, yeah but I it. think I've they got have... a lot of Everest straps and they're really, really good. So I noticed well, I noticed they've not put us in the bottom here. It doesn't say ten and two either. So that's fine. true. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there we go. Cool. Anybody else want me to look at something? Or are we done for the day? Or anybody get anything they're looking forward to? 
I'm looking forward to, to some sleep once I get all these articles, videos, podcasts edited that we had to throw out in <laughs> days before they were supposed to come out. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. So, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, we have these guys to, to thank for that. So do we know who, are we allowed to name the person whose fault it was? <laughs> why why is he shaking his head? On the basis that it wasn't, on the basis it wasn't my right. We'll, we'll, we'll leave the person uh, to their own devices. What we have got on the website, just in conclusion, then is some other bits and pieces. We have a Q and A that Edwin put together uh, with Batavi. Is it Batavi? Is that how you would pronounce it? Batavi. 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 Oh, Batavi. Like you can tell you're from Edinburgh. Oh. So <laughs> I quite like these. No, I, think look, I think these are pretty cool looking. Uh, they're uh, they're different. Yeah, lots of different uh, options. No, not not for everyone, but they do they do a particular thing well. So you know, it is what it is. Right, and scroll down a little bit. Scroll down. We're here. A little bit more. See that thing go up a bit. See that newsletter thing. People should use this. All right, where are I? Oh. I should. Up that. There we yep. go. Sign up for the newsletter. See, our newsletter doesn't pop up and annoy the hell out of you. You know, we're a little bit more <laughs> under the radar. Yet. Yet. <laughs> uh, we then have uh, Chris put together a wee survey of all things Cassiok with some great shots from uh, the Dial Artist and some others. There's there's, there's the, the money shot between the Cassiok and the, the Royal. It's close. That's, it's worth a look. And then earlier in the week, again from Edwin, and then one from Philogius, we had the instrument. Again, these are all right for it's 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 cracking. I, like I mean, that. again, it's not it's not for everyone, but I'm it's really, 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 really well done for what it is. I was incredibly impressed by it. You know, they're a, I mean, it's a similar thing to why SW's got a good relationship with people like Haraj and stuff like. They are really, really good people who are doing the right kind of things the right way for the right reasons, irrespective of whether you're into the whole minimalist chic, uh, mm -hmm. the, the amount of attention to detail and effort they put into sourcing appropriate parts and doing things, you're do, doing their homework on the stuff that they needed to get right. How really much does that be It's like 600 ish, I think. What's that? Um, uh, Salita. Nice. So uh, it's it's really well made. Uh, the wow. bracelet, which I thoroughly thoroughly recommend anyone who would get it, uh, would get it on, is cracking. It's really solid, solid end links. Uh, great safety clasp, super robust. Um, mm -hmm. It's just really well done. I mean, again, there's things about it that they didn't quite get right, which I talk about in review, and I've talked to Ross uh, from Instrument directly about as well. And you know they're people who are very very open to criticism. They take what they do very seriously. So and you know the fact that they're Scottish is, of course, for me that's a plus. But it's almost yeah. a, just a bonus. You know they they're genuinely doing good stuff and they deserve more recognition than they're Where are the best? Getting, uh, Glasgow. Oh, yeah, good cool. They do yeah. nice furniture as well, Ricky. Yeah, they do a bunch do of stuff. Um, they do they're, they're, they're an awesome, awesome umbrella as well. Yeah, they do umbrella. Uh, they, they, they did a bike umbrellas. as well. Yeah, the bikes. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah, really, really good company. A company to keep an eye on because if, if as I kind of assume this to be, this is kind of a statement of them going, we're going to start doing things on a certain level now. 
because you know we've got an ordain in Scotland, but we don't have anyone doing tool watches and things that are super well specced and super rugged. But now we do, so we have to pay them a visit. Yeah, no, I, I'd recommend it. Bro, <laughs> with, with bullets, with bullets. I was gonna, I was gonna say you might, you might want to rephrase the kind of like the tone of that before you visit them. But, oh, that, yeah, you should definitely what, visit them. What's wrong? Did I sound like Paul Thorpe a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Oh, have you, has anyone watched his recent video? That's Which one? How's that going? Yeah, the, uh, the one about. Um, Do you not know oh, who I am? Oh, that's the one here. Jesus. <laughs> Honest to okay, God. So we, we've spoken I, I, to Paul uh, offline uh, a few times. Annie, uh, we've spoken, myself and Ricky have both spoken to Paul a few times. Uh, but, and I hope he sees the funny side of this because he put out this video whereby he goes on about it surprises them how many folk don't recognise him when he goes when he walks in. <laughs> I mean, Ricky, when we oh, no. they roll out the red carpet for us all the time, we've, we've never not been recognised. Correct. Right. Uh, so there we go. I, and then Philogus is also just actually on the day that Ning of Lucy Newlands has put this uh, uh, follow-up article to the whole uh, previous Ming health and risks debate, just looking at, you know, is there anything new under the sun? Is that we quote from you? Design. No, actually, that's <laughs> obvious. He knows that one all very well by himself. He did not need my assistance. <laughs> uh, but we, we are now going to try and get Bible verses into every podcast. Bible John verses into every podcast. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it, it seems to have touched a nerve somewhere. <laughs> not, as long as long as it's Old Testament, we're all good. <laughs> good stuff anyway we'll so, you later the juicy bits yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so there we have it so anyone got anything else they wish to contribute to today's show if not we'll call it quits so we quickly go around the room Arthur you're still sunning it up you coming home yeah. to exciting in the world of watches you get the show on this Sunday yeah Dan and I are doing our live this Sunday noon eastern US time 5pm UK we're going to go back sort of in our history and tell our origin stories, how we got into watches and, and then just talk a little bit about how different people approach it, you know, discovering the hobby and stuff like that. So I'm going to be staying down here in Florida for a bit. I'm just missing my other watches. I only brought a couple with me, but uh, they're getting good wear. Good stuff. And Ralph, you need to get, need to get one of those travel cases that uh, Ricky was selling. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I, yeah, I mean, I bought three, three or four with me, but I just missed the variety, you know. Did, did you take your, did you take, did you take your travel clock with you? <laughs> no, but I bought my Planet Ocean and my Panerai, and they're almost as big, so whatever. <laughs> what I wanna, so yeah, what I want to know, Ricky, is why did you we not put up a, an affiliate link for these blooming boxes? Because we seem to be selling them for hotcakes and getting. Do you at least get yours for free? No, no, no. paid for it. Yeah, it's terrible. You don't, you're not doing this right. All these guys, it said, wasn't a five grand watch, Rex. I don't need to hold on to it for better. 10 years without paying. True, true. So, uh, anyone else got something exciting happening? Ralph, Derek, Sean, what's going on? I got my hangout coming tomorrow, and then I just I have this enabler friend who always gets me into these watches that are like novelty watches, like you know, the Timex Q, and now. The Timex Pac-Man digital watch, and you oh, only okay. just that doesn't even ask if I want it. It's just like gold, silver, or black. Uh-huh. So you've got that coming as well. Yeah, yeah. That comes <laughs> it's, 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 it's really cool, actually. Mine arrived <laughs> last week. They're really good. 
it doesn't play Pac-Man. It's just got Pac-Man picture on it. It doesn't actually. Play no, it's got it's got a, it's it's got a button that only plays the Pac-Man song. All right. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's cool. <laughs> because I, I got I got one too. Because ah. we're all still at school. Good Dave, stuff, Edwin. The thing we're up to. What go on then? Are we allowed to? Quick chat. Depends which one we're talking about. <laughs> the thing you've organised for next week. No. Uh, oh, the, the yeah, the, the the thing that's arriving that we're going to do a video with. Yeah. Well, no, let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, no. Yes. Not. It's under embargo, so probably not. Wait for him to put the photos on at eight a.m. Two weeks beforehand, and then we can talk uh, about it. Exa- exactly. Right. Well, we could probably mention the brand. Okay. On you go. Start I, I like that. You're like, you're like, I'm not saying anything. So nobody says it. Um, something with Vertex. Oh, who, cool. are, who are a British brand uh, that have quite a cool history. I mean, they're, they're, I wouldn't say they're a micro brand, but they're not a big brand by any stretch, but certainly have um, history within military watches. And. We can't say anything, but there's a big anniversary of something coming up really soon. Moon landing. <laughs> no. Someone, yeah, done that someone, done someone, that needs, so, someone needs to feed him socks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Edwin, what depressing things have you got to look forward to this week? Or is it just death? Oh, just living, just, just li- my living life. In Ed- living in Edinburgh. An- another day of being alive in Edinburgh. It's a constant tragedy. <laughs> I'm, right. uh, no, I'm, uh, I've got a few, a few things happening. Uh, bunch of reviews we've got seven friday uh louis erard um miles a, f- a few other things a bunch of features bunch of q a type things cool whole, whole load of stuff right well thank you all very much for joining us this week uh there has been some chat uh so there we go that's good so <laughs> uh, wave to everybody say goodbye goodbye from me goodbye from them you're allowed to say goodbye That was it for this week's Scottish Watches Live. Tune into the version with pictures every Friday at 4ish on the Scottish Watches Live channel. And don't forget to check out our other podcasts and YouTube videos. Just search for Scottish Watches and you'll find them. From me, Chris Morgan-Jones and Mr. C-Mojo, have a great week.